going to be a heck of a show this week. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I was gone last week, and, and that the, the, the heavy burden of uh, entertaining the masses fell to you and Jeff again. So uh, thanks, Jeff, and, and thanks, Alex, you know, for, for filling in. I, I was on an undisclosed mission in an undisclosed place, which you promptly announced on the air. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that was a secret. <laughs> I mean, I did realize that nobody in their right mind would, would want to admit that they went to But, uh, you know, as W.C. Fields yeah. so famously said, first prize, one week, and second prize, two weeks, and And then when they buried him, they put it on his tombstone. On the whole, I'd rather be in But anyway, um, <laughs> you know. Sorry. Hey, hey, I did on the way back. I, I was on the uh, the yearly inaugural cruise of the Nova Star Ferry from uh, Portland, Maine to Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. It was quite the trip. Well, you know, that is it sounds I, I bet you don't even know there is one, did you? All right. I got to admit, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a it's an overnight 12 hour ferry ride across the Atlantic Ocean. Well, not across, a kind of kitty corner, kitty corner. Uh, what do you do? Sit in your car for 12 hours or what? No, they got cabins and they got a bar. They got two bars. Oh, oh they got a bar. Well, three, if you count the comedy club. This is looking better all the They've time. Got bars and restaurants and, and gambling and, and a duty free shop. And you go down, you get hammered, you get back in your car, you're welcome to Canada. Hey, hey. Hell's bells. I just, I, I guess I just figure out how to go from Newfoundland to Maine, from Maine to Newfoundland for about three weeks. <laughs> Every time yeah. you get to Canada, you're like, oh, sorry, I got to go back. I forgot something. Um, <laughs> yeah, you just go out, drive around, come back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Canada again, eh? Oh, boy. Well, uh, anyway. anyway um, so thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for filling in. But, you know, since I've been gone, it has been just an action packed week. Oh my goodness! Yes, I think we better whip those uh, those musical slaves into into shape and get them to play our theme song and get underway. I believe they. Uh, I don't. I don't like slaves. I believe they call themselves unsalaried workers. Yes, our uns. <laughs> The unsalaried workers in the, you know, it gives a whole new de uh, meaning to the term orchestra pit. Um, but anyway, mule. Even Jeff was doing it. Oh, yeah, you've changed the world, Jim. You've changed the world. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to MWMB. That's middle aged white men. Oh, Compl no, uh, uh, that uh, was your complaining, line. Complaining, <laughs> complaining. <laughs> Middle-aged white men. Now. Complaining. That's right. Here we go. Anyway. Being miffed. Yes, being slightly peeved. I am one of your oh, hosts. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. You're, I, I heard all, no, before. Yeah, okay, go ahead, Alex. We've only got We're two all... minutes on the music. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Jeffries. <laughs> And sitting across the aisle from me is my very favorite conservative right-wing nutcase, Jim. This is MWMB episode 57? Episode 58. Hey, I heard a new term. I heard a new term today, or last week. Oh, really? A no yes, a knowledge worker. A knowledge worker. Apparently, that is the new politically correct thing for a teacher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm driving, I'm listening to the radio, and they go, 
knowledge workers. What the heck is a knowledge worker? Now, wait a minute. Is this a Canadian thing or is this an American no, thing? Oh, it was, it was NPR. Oh, for the love of NPR. Oh, PC, the PC cops are out at it again. Holy guacamole. Mom, can I have an apple to bring to the knowledge worker? Yeah, that's why we have the unsalaried workers in the pit. That's right. That's right. The the musically inclined goon squad. No um, knowledge working down there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I listen to the radio. I read the news. I'm just I'm just amazed. Well, there was your first the, mistake. <laughs> yeah, that was my first mistake. That the the the, the obviously the knowledge workers were really not at work last week. All we have to do is look at the U.S. Congress. <laughs> oh, boy. Mrs. Duffy, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> President Obama called upon the nation to pass the USA Freedom Act. Not to be confused with the Patriot Act. Not to be confused with the Patriot Act. And uh, it can be fused with any other that does that. I suppose we should trot out Jennifer and have us tell us, have her tell us all about it, shall we? So today I'm calling on Americans to join me in speaking with one voice to the Senate. Put the politics aside. Put our national security first. Pass the USA Freedom Act now. And let's protect the security and civil liberties of every American. The Patriot Act hasn't been revised since it was passed after 9-11. This week, however, the National Security Agency lost its authority to collect the phone records of Americans. Proponents of the measure describe it as a compromise, allowing the nation to continue to protect its security while reining in some of the more excessive provisions of the Patriot Act. Critics say the law does not go far enough in restoring the freedom and privacy of Americans. The USA Freedom Act was sponsored by Vermont's other senator, Patrick Leahy. Getting the act passed involved a dramatic journey through the Senate. Security-minded conservatives such as Mitch McConnell, John McCain, and Lindsey Graham wanted to extend the Patriot Act, not water it down. Meanwhile, Libertarian Republican candidate Rand Paul spoke against both the original act and the compromise measure for 11 hours. In addition, left-wing socialist-turned-Democrat Bernie Sanders also voted against the act. In his statement, Sanders said that removing data collection from the NSA and turning it over to private telecommunication companies was an improvement on the Patriot Act, but noted that the NSA and other law enforcement agencies still have too much power to collect information on innocent Americans. The uncombed one went on to say, quote, This is not just the government. It's corporate America, too. There is a huge amount of information being collected on our individual lives, ranging from where we go to the books we buy and the magazines we read. And we need to have a discussion about it. Celebrity voices impersonated. He said huge. We should probably ring like a little triangle every time he says one of the <laughs> words in the drinking game. Millions, corporations, huge, billions. 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right, give me another yeah, My God, could you imagine? Huge corporations made up of billionaires. You'd be drunk before he put the period on the sentence. <laughs> anyway, um, go on. Here's my thing. Okay, the, 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 they've been collecting this, this mega data or mega bits or mega dumps or whatever they call it. And, and they're not listening 
to to what's that place there? Uh, the Al Kabab, El Kabab, Shish Kabab, that group in <laughs> in in Africa. They're not yeah. listening to the. They're listening to the Americans. I mean, hello, Snooky Wookie. What's for dinner tonight? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I mean, they're listening to you and me, Alex. Yes, we yes, have I know. Good to talk about. Oh. Neither one of us has said. Oh, let us get our turbans on and then go. Not nothing. They're listening to Americans. It expired, and guess what? There were no attacks. <laughs> oh, just that we still have to go through the cavity search at the airport. But you know, come on. <laughs> All right, turn your head and cough. <laughs> no, I, I, I was never a big fan of it, and 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 I think you know it, it's funny. The Republicans are having all kinds of fun this week because the guy who came up with the Obama hope poster, um, you know, it actually came out this week and said that he he was no longer an Obama fan. He's very disillusioned and blah blah blah. And the Republicans have been all sort of dancing around. Ah, we told you, we told you. But basically, if you listen to what the guy said, he's like, you know, he's like, I thought Obama would get rid of the Patriot Act. They renewed it. Um, I thought Obama would close Guantanamo. He kept it open, you know. (laughs) I thought Obama, you know, shot more people with drones than anybody. I know. He's really good at that. Um, You know, and in fact, which is really funny, until just recently, he has deported more uh, people of South Americans and Central Americans than any other president ever. I think we call them undocumented workers, as opposed to unpaid ones. Yeah, as opposed to the (laughs) unpaid ones that we keep chained up in the orchestra pit. Just ask the knowledge workers. They'll tell you. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! So yeah, the- uh, yeah. Well, you know, but I, 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 I just found it amusing that you know, hell, fire, and damnation was going to fall down upon our great nation at midnight and at twelve oh one. You know, everybody just nothing happened. Yeah, I, 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 my, my thing is that you know the Democrats are, oh well, some of the Democrats are all excited because they supposedly give us our freedom back, and I'm like, the NSA. Can't can do anything else that it could ever do. There's, you know, it's like okay, so they can't listen to my phone conversation, but they can listen to me on Skype. They can, you know, it's like and again, yeah. Well, all, the only thing that changed is now the phone companies keeping the records instead yeah. of they are. So, and so when the yeah, NSA wants do, to know and, something, they say, "Excuse me, can we see those records? <laughs> we know exactly which ones we want because we can." Shh, quiet. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> we heard. We heard from somebody. Bob at the bar told us. Yeah, a little bird told us that it's file three seventy eight dash B. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah well, we'll we'll see what else you know. What other you know pointless gestures the government makes for our safety. Oh boy, you know it's just I I gotta tell you there is nothing like the safety of going to bed every night knowing that the current crop of Republicans and Democrats are out there looking out for us. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. You know, the the only thing that would make me feel more secure... What's that? ...is the knowledge that Sepp Blatter had just resigned. <laughs> well, you're in luck! Sepp <laughs> Sep Blatter has resigned! Can you imagine? Wait a minute. This guy had to be beaten up in school a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sepp Blatter. Um, you know... It probably doesn't you know, mean Seth, that. Seth, little Seth, don't even raise your hand anymore. Go ahead. That's right. Go. Just go. <laughs> 
All right, a lot of people probably oh. don't. A lot of people, a lot of good, true Americans don't know what the heck we're talking about. We have no about. idea that there's another kind of football. Yeah, no, exactly. So I guess we'll we'll move on to uh, our, our next story. And I have to admit, this is a multifaceted story. Jennifer's report is very long, but... I think you'll learn. Worthwhile. Yes, worthwhile. All our favorite things. Yes, that's right. Corruption, Putin. Yep, corruption, Putin, Congress, the Navy, everything. Everybody's in this one. All right, Jennifer, hit it. Something for everyone. Most Americans know soccer as a game that small children play when their schools can't afford insurance coverage for real football. (laughs) Unbelievably, however, most other people in the world have made it the globe's most popular sport. So when the United States Department of Justice brought charges against 14 people amid allegations that soccer's governing body, known as FIFA, was more corrupt than Chicago, Newark, and Congress combined, the story headlined World News. While most congratulated the U.S. for taking a stand, one foreign leader complained that it was part of a vicious American plot to injure his country. Ooh, ooh, let me guess, let me guess. <laughs> yes, Jim. I'll take Vladimir Putin for 500 hey, Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, told news outlets that the criminal case was part of an American attempt to take soccer's World Cup out of Russia in 2018. He also said that the Americans were out to discredit FIFA president Sepp Blatter in retaliation for FIFA's decision to give Russia the cup. Sepp Blatter's got to go. <laughs> Is that like a hysterectomy or? <laughs> Sorry, 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 we're not here. Putin compared the American case against Blatter to their actions against Julian Assange and Edward Snowden. But the Russian leader may not be completely paranoid. The FBI says that it is looking into how and why Russia and Qatar won their bids to hold the World Cup in 2018 and 2020. Meanwhile, after the most recent round of arrests, Sepp Blatter resigned a mere four days after being re-elected president of FIFA. Well, the best part is, and this happened today before uh, or after Jennifer recorded this, is apparently one of the vice presidents of FIFA was a mole for the FBI and admits giving money to the South Africans to have it and is going to come clean. <laughs> Those darned Americans, you know, this is all just a plot to foist baseball off on the rest of the world. <laughs> we'll do anything. <laughs> exactly. In other FIFA news, Jack Warner, a member of Trinidad's parliament and a FIFA official of 30 years, said he was being singled out by the U.S. in revenge for Qatar's successful World Cup bid against America. As proof, he cited a news article which claimed that in response to the charges, FIFA had actually moved the venue to the United States. Unfortunately, the article he quoted was from The Onion. No! Did you not see that? Oh, no. oh, he's great. He's from Trinidad. He's like, you know, this is just a shakedown by the Americans. And you can see here in the news, you can see their whole game. It says right here that they've actually bullied FIFA into moving the World Cup to the United States. It's right here in this periodical from called The Onion. <laughs> right, right next to the story about aliens stole my brain. That's right. Oh, here. This is great. That's it. There can't be any more from Putin, can there? Oh, no, it goes on. In an unrelated story, Russian media outlets have suggested that one of their low-flying bombers forced a U.S. warship out of territorial waters in the Black Sea off Crimea. The U.S. Navy, however, says the vessel was in international waters and that the planes were not a serious threat at any time. 
In yet another unrelated story, the Los Angeles Times reported last week that Putin has signed a decree which makes it illegal for anyone to disclose details about the number of Russian troops killed during peacetime. The L.A. Times also says that Russian reporters caught attending military funerals have been beaten. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's no Russian soldiers anywhere fighting. No, those are patriotic local militiamen. Yeah, there's the Boy Scouts. We send the Boy Scouts over there. The little green men. Yeah. It's like... Allow me to introduce myself. Boris Badenov, world's champion of Gudnik, at your service. I've come to help you with your revolution. <laughs> oh, and the reporters have been beaten attending a funeral. Oh, my God. Because that will never get out in the news. But, well, you know, who the heck knows? I mean, I'm sure it didn't get out in the Russian news. So, you know, and that's really all Putin cares about. You know, his approval rating is like 88%. I saw saw that the other day. It's like, oh, this, yeah. yeah. You know, if you want a, if you want a, a good alternative view on things, go go look at Russia today. I mean, it's like, wait a minute, is this the same story? <laughs> it's like, yeah. They have proof. They have, they just brought out, it was, and it came out today. They have proof and a witness that it was a Ukrainian fighter jet that shot down that uh, that airliner, the Malaysian airliner there. Oh, yeah. They've got proof. Totally. they got proof. Totally. <clears throat> totally. And they said, "Look, we have we have radar pic- pictures of the radar screen showing Ukrainian MIGs, yeah. and it looks like you know, like the, a picture of uh, a screenshot from Space Invaders." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like oh, it, but this is this is the stuff they're fed. You know, I yeah, I just. I, yeah, I, I just, aye, aye, I, aye. I don't know, like, you know, Putin is just, you know, you, 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 we are going to have some fun. And this gets yeah, but- us right back to our presidential election, because we, t- we were talking about this before we started, we opened up the mics and went live. But think about this seriously for a minute. Could you see Bernie Sanders going toe to toe with Vladimir Putin? With the fate yes. of the earth and the balance. You could? Because yes. I can't. Yes. I can't. I can. I yeah. can. All right. You're going to have to explain that to me because I can't wrap my noggin around that one. Jim. Yes. I can see. I can see Bernie doing it. I can see Bernie doing I it. I just, I can't see it. I, I, Vladimir, would, Vladimir would walk out of the conference go, shaking his head going, I don't know what happened, but I just gave up my missiles. I, I don't know. <laughs> He kept talking and talking. He wouldn't stop. He said millions and billions and huge. We're going to stay here for a huge amount of time. Millions and billions of hours. I signed the paper just to shut him up. Yeah. <laughs> well, he talked for 11 hours. I suppose. That, oh, no, that's Rand Paul. But the guy's story hasn't changed in 30 years. No, it. That, you know, you got to give him that. It hasn't changed in, 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 in 30 years and... Like I said, there's some things that he says that need to be heard and people need to ponder on it. And then they need to elect somebody who's not odd. Um, you know, know, it's still not it's not too late for us to throw our hats in the ring. All 
guys. Oh, hey, we're, hey, we're wasting time. God yes, we, we are. All right. Before. Well, because uh, we have more important stuff to talk about. Yes, really. Oh, by the way, last week I, I have to follow this one thing up though. Last week, uh, Cabbage Patch Jeff and I talked a little bit about uh, about the Dennis Hastert story that was breaking. Former Speaker of the House, um, who who had led the uh, the impeachment against Bill Clinton for having sex with a an adult um, and a female at that. I, I, I never had sex with that woman. I can't even spell Lewinsky. Right. Watch me play the saxophone. <laughs> anyway, so it turns out Denny Hastert, when he was teaching high school, had uh, apparently, um, it's looking a lot like he probably had sexual relations with some of the students that were on the high school wrestling team. There was, there was, just a- there was a story in the Chicago Tribune just this morning that says officials question whether or not the Denny Hastert wrestling tournament should be renamed. <laughs> I'm like, gee, do you think? Are <laughs> <laughs> they going to name it to the Bill Clinton I Never Touched You contest? Yeah. <laughs> The Bill Clinton, well, at least she was a chicken over the age of 18. <laughs> Bill Clinton never threw away that dress contest. My, I was a dirtbag, but at least mine was a consenting adult. Um, <laughs> uh, watch him play the saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break for a few minutes for Cabbage Patch Jeff's song. Uh, he is celebrating the fact that all of the Republican parties came to visit Orlando this week at Disney World, which is just a stone's throw from the Cabbage Patch Cafe. Uh, they gathered together under the auspices of the same pack that supports Florida's Governor Skeletor, Rick Scott, and uh, is, of course, funded quite a bit by our good friends, the Koch brothers. And... Uh, and it was also that same event where Ted Cruz had the good grace to insult Vice President Joe Biden not a day or two after the vice president's son passed away. So, you know, good going, boys. Take it away, Jeff. Well, the clown car rolled into Disney World this week. Stuffed with funny faces, clamoring to speak. Each scene, the only one to fill the office that they seek. I'm guessing they won't inherit Earth because they're not meek. Jet Cruz opened up the talks with a Biden joke. Realizing his gap, he said he misspoke. And every one of them was praying, don't let me choke. I'm far from finished pandering to the brothers' coke. At the last minute, Marco didn't show his face. Then the collecting of data, he felt his place Was in the Senate, that's how he'll run his race Till the Bill of Rights has vanished without a trace And Jeb's not even running, it's just an act 
He can collect more money with an exploratory pack. It's just a sham and show to be exact. And there's plenty in his past he's yet to redact. How fitting Republicans at Disneyland. Uh, all right, it's a small world after all. They're in Orlando, one and all. It's a small, small world. It's a world of posers, a world of geeks. It's a world of nightmares, a world of freaks. Say what you will, they'll swallow the pill. It's a foul, foul world. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, look, here comes the Cox brothers. Yay, it's the Koch brothers. Have a Coke and a smile and a check. <laughs> you know, that there's a whole other thing we don't have time for. We don't have to put that song together. The Koch brothers. I'd like to teach the Congress to sing so they'd all sound like me. <laughs> I'd like to buy the White House, too, so I can do anything. Oh, you know, singing about Coke, it it makes me hungry. Yeah. It makes me hungry. And and I think Jennifer's got a story about that. You know, she does. She has a story about hunger, and we're going to turn away from politics just the way you would turn away from a body under the sheet. (laughs) And um, (laughs) some more important scientific news. Researchers at the Royal Society B have published a study which indicates that chimpanzees prefer their meals cooked. It was once thought that only humans had the reasoning capabilities to understand the cause and effect relationship between heating food and changing its taste, and that we were also unique in our ability to postpone the pleasure of eating immediately in favor of waiting for a better-tasting cooked meal. That has changed now, however, as nine studies carried out by members of the society show that hungry chimpanzees who were offered a chance to place their food in a bowl and receive a cooked piece in return usually chose to postpone eating until they had obtained the cooked food. In addition, the experiments showed that the chimps were willing to relinquish possession of the food long enough for it to be cooked. So why don't wild chimpanzees cook their food? Researchers believe that the reason humans are able to cook their food is because they trust that other humans won't steal the food off the fire. Chimpanzees lack this level of trust. The other reason, of course, is that chimpanzees lack access to microwave ovens. (laughs) Obviously, these chimpanzees have never been in a big family with three brothers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You don't take your eye off that hot dog for a minute. No, no, it's 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 not the chimpanzees that haven't been in a family with three brothers. It's the it's the researchers at the Royal Society who are obviously a bunch of only children. It's like uh, I have. A, would you like some grape poupon? I mean, not not only that, it's like these researchers must not even bring their lunch to the work refrigerator because, heck, you can't even leave a brown paper bag in the office refrigerator without somebody stealing it. Where'd Bonzo go? Oh, hey, isn't that your brown paper bag? (laughs) Running off with the hose. I say, Bonzo, get back here. He's wearing it like a hat. Uh, But first of all, I'm sorry. How much money did they spend for this? Ah, uh, but fortunately, Jim, it's British money. It's not our money. Oh, it's not real. That's true. That's true. That's but I could have told him, 
Yeah, sure they like a cooked meal. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> monkeys are like bachelors. I love a home-cooked meal, long as I can con you into cooking it for me. <laughs> oh, if I went upstairs and cooked a nice dinner for the cat, he'd love it. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> This isn't. This is not rocket science. I can see Bobby Bobby Flay's new uh, new TV show. You know, cooking for primates. The cooking Iron Primate. primate. <laughs> and in this corner, against Chef Morimoto is Kong. Yeah. Mighty Joe Young in a in a chef outfit. Today's secret ingredients are bananas. <laughs> Twigs and feces. <laughs> oh my god! Well, oh, oh my god! I'm I'm glad that's all. I'm glad that's all the animal news we have. Oh no! It was a week for animals. It was a week for animals. Oh. Jennifer, why don't you climb back in there and bring us our last round of stories? This is so many. I had to wrap them into one story this week because there were just too many. We would have been here until Tuesday, but <laughs> here we go. Wait a minute. <laughs> In addition to cooking monkeys, it has been a week full of animal-related news stories. Uh, cooking monkeys? I'll take my medium rare. <laughs> no, I think she meant monkeys who like to cook, not cooking monkeys. Oh, Although, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry I interrupted you. Jennifer, please continue. Police in Shelby, Michigan, found a 175-pound pig wandering on, no, we didn't make this up, Wolf Street. Officers captured the pig, placed it in protective custody, and returned it to its owner, who in turn generously offered to clean the cruiser's back seat. Are you you sure this wasn't in Florida? I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say, are you shitting me? And I'm like, well, yes, I am. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm better mannered than that. In Florida last week, a herd of normally docile manatees were annoyed when a group of paddle boarders ventured too close and catapulted the humans off their boards and into the water. The stories then took a darker turn as a Scottish Highland bull gored his owner to death in New Hampshire. <laughs> what? These are disgusting. <laughs> this was just one week in the news. While in Hawaii, a boat captain went mano a mano against a swordfish with disastrous results. According to news reports, Randy Lane saw the swordfish swim past, jumped into the water, and shot the fish with a spear gun. The wounded billfish then rounded on Lane's and impaled him in the chest. Both subsequently died of their injuries. <laughs> What, what possessed him to think this was a good idea? I, you know, you know the, the problem with lessons? radio news is that they don't have time to get into detail, but I actually read this article. The, the real kicker is this fishing boat was tied up at the dock when he saw the when he saw the force. So he's, he's like, that's why, because he didn't have a fishing rod. He was just like, oh, swordfish. And he jumps in the water with his spear gun, and they both spear each other and die. I was like... Like one of those bad movies where the two enemies are in the pit. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Humankind got a little of its own back, however, when a Danish radio host killed a rabbit during his live broadcast. During a program on animal rights, Oscar Yule killed the nine-month-old bunny by bashing him over the head with a bicycle pump and later cooked him. <laughs> in the MWMB newsroom, I'm Jennifer Sargent. Okay, children, send me your money or the bunny dies. That's right. <laughs> 
This is worse than Putin. Oh, it, this is worse than anything. Anyway, I think... <laughs> I think, Jim, with your permission, I would like to nominate for this week's salute. Although I was very tempted to go with Randy Lanes for his jumping into the water and shooting a swordfish. I'm going to need a bigger spear gun. Yeah. I think that I am going to have to nominate Oscar Yule of Denmark for killing a nine-month-old bunny by bashing him over the head. Oh, that's with sad. A, All right, can we just can we justify saluting that with a bicycle pump? <laughs> Right, you got me there. Okay, it's not like he just killed it. He didn't shoot it. He didn't. He didn't put it to death with ether. He, he did. <laughs> Get me a bucket. I thought he just hit him over the head, but that's a horrible image. <laughs> um, Oscar, I think you're gonna pop the bunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get me a bucket. <laughs> Around the room, backwards. Yep. You popped the bunny, Oscar. Oh, we're, we're going to be punished for this one. Yeah, no kidding. Although we might introduce a new term in the lexicon. It used to be this sh- TV show has jumped the shark, but now I think this show has popped the bunny. <laughs> This is going to be the one show Bobby listens to, <laughs> and you're going to have to move in with me. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> uh, Pete is coming after us now. And so, Oscar Yule, Denmark broadcaster, par excellence, for killing a nine-month-old baby bunny with the most unlikely blunt instrument you could possibly find in a broadcast studio. Your colleagues here at MWMB salute you. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are way out of time, but thank you so much for joining us for another ridiculous romp through the pages of the news. Hopefully next week, Kim Jong-un will do something. He's been unusually quiet. Yeah, well, you know, he's probably got a whole hutch full of rabbits, and he's just sitting over there going, what could you do with a rabbit and an anti-aircraft gun? <laughs> look at me, look at me, I'm relevant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can blow up a bunny, too. <laughs> All right, Jim, well, you have yourself a terrific weekend. I'm dying we will here. see you here again next week, and... Keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we have to beat them away. Let's go. It's not that we want these shows to keep getting longer. It's just that the news won't stop. <laughs> we'll see who runs for president next week. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's better. It better be us, dude. It just better be. I'm us. getting out the straw hat. <laughs>